Uh-huh. I sure will. A uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Today is simple. I want to tell you. I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's, 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 it's a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He, that was the best. Well, that's, that's not exactly true, though. That, that's, that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying, I mean, I got to tell you, to, to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done. It's very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh, but, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way 
to gain God's real blessing is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. No, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to, to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I, can't, I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice, if you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out from under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now, had I given up after I failed, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best, I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes, if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. It, when I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curl, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I, when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher.
bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up here in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? And I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. And this, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it. The mountains, the sky, the valleys, the oceans, trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith, and faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit, and he'll give you a little bit more courage, and then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, I'll try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can, uh, you can try to pay your, pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? You got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. <laughs> this here, <laughs> believe it or not, Steve Harvey Morning Show is about <laughs> to be ignorant. Uh-oh. Why? Because the original crew is here. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Uh-oh. originals. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, OG Steve Harvey. Happening, OG Steve Whoa, Harvey. Oh, <laughs> nephew Tommy. Top, 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 top. And then there's me. Yeah. Fresh off the boat. Oh, me. You better sing me. Ain't nobody but me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it. I can like I, it. Can I just say this just right in the beginning? Come on. What? And I'm going to say this first. I'm sorry, Tommy. Okay, I'm going to just say that first before I ask Steve. On the way in, I was listening, of course, to the radio, and they played the Christmas song by, you know, Nat King Cole. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know the hell you didn't. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's Christmas. Hell yeah. Every year. How the hell you ain't going to have a little Tommy Christmas? (laughs) See, see, see. I lay in the cut. At the gate, Shirley? At the gate? I heard it just a couple of minutes ago when I was in my car. But that's your girl, though. See, I wasn't even a part of it. At the gate? And and Tommy, know how I'm going to react. I can't help it. You can't help it. (laughs) You just made me think. I promise you. It just made me think of it. I promise you. I can't. Mm -mm -mm. Chestnuts roasting. Man, I still, you know what I haven't heard yet? What? I know, neither have I. The Chris, uh, uh, this Christmas, Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hang on. 
mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know it. That's when I really know it's Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You see, Christmas is here, but season. It comes. Well, the, I want to back out this year of something. I want to unaccept a challenge. I was challenged, you all may remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas tree contest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and your yeah. I want to officially back out. What? You don't. Why are you backing up? You never back down. Yeah, but this is really, mm. I think I should. Why? I want First of all, I want to compliment the Miles family. <laughs> Wonderful job he's doing raising his family, exposing them to things all around the country, uh-huh. buying them beautiful, giving them kids lifestyles that he didn't have. And, he has a lovely and family. And by he, yeah. you mean in the Miles family. You know, that did, you, you know who. Okay. And you know, providing a a lifestyle for his family and Mm -hmm. providing Mm -hmm. a beautiful home. The chateau is absolutely exquisite, and the Christmas decorations is up. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It's beautiful. He he got his tree up. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. That that 20-footer is up. It's not even decorated. And I'm glad you said 20-footer because that's exactly what the hell is. Hold up. We got to get out of here. Uh, When we come back, uh, you'll never. I was in the house crying all day. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay. Now explain this. This is holiday phrases at the Christmas holiday party. Holiday phrases at the Christmas party. We're all going to go to these Christmas parties inside mm-hmm. the friend's house or relative's house. Mm-hmm. And these are some phrases you hear. What we're going to do is make the setting. We're going to play some music for you. You're in a real Christmas party. And okay. these are some of the phrases that you hear at your average black or family Christmas party. All right. <laughs> Keyword black. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> All right, here we go. And now we take you to every holiday Christmas gathering and we give you sounds of a black Christmas party. I don't know who invited me. Could have been my mom. Hey, can I can I get some of y'all to help me put Earl in the car? <laughs> I, somebody, just... Well, I'd like to laugh, too. So what did she say that was so funny? Anybody seen my purse? It was right there on the kitchen table, right there. I put it right there. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Hey, y'all, y'all can't smoke that in my mama's house. <laughs> hey, y'all out of toilet paper. <laughs> Where y'all keep the plunge? Oh, God! <laughs> That's the, that's the word. That's I'm going to need word. that plunger, man. <laughs> Hold up, dog. Don't go in there. So what? So what? The girl like girls. Get on it. <laughs> what they got to do with you? <laughs> she like girls, ain't it? Hey, you ain't saying nothing. We can take all this outside. Oh, oh, all yeah. right now. <laughs> that's real right there. Uh, I love y'all and all, but y'all need to stay out of my bedroom. Right there. That's no, good. it's not a weave. This is my real hair. Yes? You my real hair. I can tell you right now, that's one ugly ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if I was young, uh-huh. I'd stay out that bathroom for about at least 45 minutes. <laughs> now, 
No, no, hell no, hell no. I ain't know he was out. <laughs> what the hell made this egg sack? <laughs> oh, damn, Earl, Earl peed on his sack. That's why I told you I needed help to get him in the car. Man, 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 man. Y'all got he some went, fall. He wet and heavy. <laughs> 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 Break another ornament on that tree. We ain't gonna have nothing to hang on the next year. I know you ain't out there peeing in my mama backyard. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Come on, dog. Stay out of the refrigerator. Hey, All right, stop, stop balling that Christmas paper up. We're going to use it next year. <laughs> oh, she knew he was married. She knew he was married. Uh-uh. Uh-huh, that's him. Well, look who with a white woman. I mean, that. <laughs> These are sounds you hear at a black Christmas party. Okay? Yes, I'll accept the charges. Hey, y'all. Hey, Calvin coming. Watch your purse. <laughs> they, uh, they don't let him uh, preach at church, but he want to come over here and pray for 30 minutes. It's just too much right here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she had another baby? Oh. Hey, y'all, it's long distance from the prison. Everybody want to say hi? Yes, that's yeah. it. That was my next one. Hey, Robert! Hey, Rob! What's going on, Rob? What's Robert. up, y'all? What's up? What's up, fam? Man, I wish I could be there with y'all. Who all over there? Everybody! Everybody. Man. Pass the phone man. around. Everybody here. What Bernita no, at, man? Huh? Let me talk to Bernita. <laughs> Bernita. Hey, Bernita, uh, uh, Robert on the phone. I, 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 ain't, I ain't say nothing about you know. Go ahead. Just, just, you know, talk to me. I can't believe it. A family that don't bring a damn thing take the most home. I <laughs> <laughs> don't never bring <laughs> Look at me, we about to eat. <laughs> the game is on. <laughs> her kids oh, bad. Oh, her kids are bad. Oh my God. How long is this prayer gonna last? <laughs> Ooh, it's done. It's done got late. We probably gonna have to stay tonight. I don't I don't do all that driving at night. <laughs> Ooh, you know Clarence don't like to drive at night. <laughs> Why we can't eat till Lance get here? <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all go in the living room and speak to Miss Bernice in the hospital bed? Y'all <laughs> just gonna walk right by her. Don't say nothing. <laughs> what y'all doing in there? <laughs> <a> hey! <laughs> you here at a black Christmas hey! party. <laughs> 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 we changed it. We're trying to make it a pre Christmas yeah. party. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we've been out to Christmas yeah, party. Okay. party. Yeah. Long we just had a black house, yeah, we man. We a black house. <laughs> go out there and tell Devontae to uh, bring that walker back in here so Mr. Seal can get to the table. You mean, Timmy, y'all ain't got no flat screens? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bernita from, from the hospital bed. Your grandmama from the hospital bed in the den. Turn them greens down. <laughs> Smell them in here. Hey, can anybody give me a jump? I'm trying to go to work. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. All, all Thanksgiving. He working. He get it. <laughs> <laughs>
They getting paid double. They get paid double tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that overtime. Get that overtime. Uh, oh, she oh, real light skin. She real light skin. She real light. Well, <laughs> she real that's how I go and get out of here. Watch this game, y'all. Y'all ain't. Y'all TV be cutting off. I'm going to the house so I can see this game. You fool. You talking like you fool. Somebody done took them damn folding chairs. I know we had eight folding chairs last year. Oh, damn, now, them who them the hell folding. took that fall off the table? Who took the fall? That's my fall. All right, we got to go. That's it. All right, guys. Well, coming up next, it is Monday. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But it's Monday, so you know what time it is. Church complaints. Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building. Let's go. Be up. Mm. Oh, here we are Uh. on another great day sponsored and brought to you by the Lord. Yes. The Lord. His goodness is immense. Yes, it is. Thy righteousness. That's right. He is. All that we ain't. Mm, mm, mm. Plus some and more. Yes, he is. As grateful as we are, we find ourselves on this Monday gathered again for the most ungrateful congregation on earth today. That's right. The jackpot joint of Jerusalem congregation always got some complaints. Here he is. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, starting this thing off, Pastor. Sister um, uh, Jadesalyn Middleton uh, shouted too loud yesterday, and one of the ushers, <laughs> Brother Raymond Lockhart, uh, once somebody told him to try to quieten her down. He put some flexor seal over her mouth to quieten her. What? That flexor seal tape that you see on the commercial, and she is highly upset. And it took forever to get it off. And her lips is really sore and her cheeks is too, Pastor. He slapped up uh, some flexor seal over her mouth to quieten her down. Well, a lot of male members have asked about this, uh, what'd you call it? Flexor seal, you know, the stuff that, 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 Stop the water from coming through the boat. You know, you've seen it yeah, on the There are a lot of there. men that want that recipe at day house. <laughs> Can you let us know what that is exactly and how much it is? We're going to start <laughs> selling it at the church. All right. A lot of wives have asked for it, too. <laughs> so it could on. be a top seller. And go, all the money proceeds will go towards the building full of Gotcha. I will make a note of that, Pastor. Uh, moving along now, we got an issue here, Pastor. Brother Amos O'Neill, who has a hump in his back, is one of the wise men in the nativity scene. He is sitting on one of the camels. Now, that's a lot of humps in one scene, Pastor. And the children are confused. What should we do? Well, 
we must explain to the children that at the nativity scene, that is where the beginning was, come as you are. Right. Uh-huh. Just tell the children that it's two wise men mm-hmm. and four camels. <laughs> you wrong for that. Well, well you're going to have to explain Brother Amos O'Neill's hump to him, Pastor. I think that's the well, issue. Well, Brother Amos is also starring in our Halloween play, <laughs> The Hunchback of Notre Dame. All right. <laughs> this still going to be confusing for the and kids. Yeah. Also, the Santa Claus footstool at the mall. A lot of kids <laughs> climbs on his back to get up on Santa Claus' lap. We've All used right. that hump every way we can. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. All right. I hope this doesn't offend Brother uh, J. Anthony. Um, Pastor uh, uh, Big Donnie Yarbrough lost both big toes due to diabetes. He's asking that the church get him some sandals made that the material will come between his third and fourth toe so he can balance better. Uh, But special made sandals are $350 a pass, so that's going to be your call, Pastor. I was... uh thinking about this over the weekend he had uh i ran up into him at, uh, well he didn't run that's for sure not with them two toes anyway come on pal. Ah, that, that, that's the truth i ran up into him at the dallas shoe warehouse <laughs> really did you uh-huh i was down there <laughs> what a coincidence <laughs> At the shoe warehouse. Shoe <laughs> For the girls, the new girls at the What was he doing there, buying laces? <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> and I ran up into him, and what I had suggested to him was mm-hmm. buy the regular flip-flops and put mm. them on the wrong foot. Mm. <laughs> Now, that's saying. a good idea. I see, see what you're saying. Come on, see that come on, Pastor. Put him on the road. Foot. Come on, And now. it'll make it through that third and fourth toe. Ain't you know, I think it. can't walk. Ain't I think it. Yeah, you think it. Yeah. <laughs> now, that was creative. Uh, I got to move it along, Pastor. Oh, we man. are taking ministry Christmas photos this coming week. Ministry Christmas photos this oh, coming for week. For different ministries. Oh. For different ministries. Pastor, you're going to have to step in. You're going to have to tell all of our ex-cons that they are not a ministry and will not be taking pictures. Uh, no one has stepped to say anything to them yet because they scared, especially <laughs> the one they call Killer J. He's the one that runs the uh, group. But we, somebody need to tell Killer J that they are not a ministry. Uh, well, we're we leaving that up to you. We're going to take the pictures, because <laughs> we don't want no problem. But the exception is none of them can kneel while taking the photo. Now, nah, we ain't going to have to take no photos. Yeah, they all want to kneel when they do it. Everybody wants to take that prison shot. That squat. Uh-huh, yeah, that's it. What is that? The squat? What's that? That's that photo that all inmates take. Prison pose. Squat photo when they send it <laughs> oh, to oh, the prison pose. Room. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So right let them the take Friday the picture. Haircut day. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So they can't do so that. We should pass? let them let them take the picture. 
Well, well, we're going to have to. Who going to go in there and tell them they can't? <laughs> All right, Trump. Take the picture. Killer J can take the picture. All right. You, uh, can't, you can't run a church if you're not here. You can't right. pastor from the grave. That's right. Oh, you Killer, Killer J. Yeah, gotcha, yeah we're going to let them all take a picture. All right, Pastor Deacon. Miss Ann is up next with national news at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our doctors are finding that the number of middle-aged middle-aged men who injure themselves while having sex is on the rise, guys, okay? And they say adventurous sex is to blame for the spike. I just hurt myself the other night. Huh? You did, Steve? Huh? I'm sorry. What? You're part of the statistics? My right leg be cramping all the time. When yeah, I, it lock up I, pretty bad. I had to straighten had it to, out. Mm. Yeah. And you all are comfortable with sharing that information, huh? I had so much baby oil on my hand. I, I was getting out to bed and had my hand on the edge of the nightstand and slipped off. I damn near bust my whole jaw. Oh, God. <laughs> I like a love, right cross. I love baby oil. I killed myself. I thought Tyson had hit me. <laughs> With a right cross. Yeah. yeah. love baby oil. Uh, most of the injuries are occurring in the shower, Steve. That includes. Oh, no, 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 no. That ain't where they have me. One time, like a couple weeks ago, I was coming out the bedroom fast, mm -hmm. coming out the mm -hmm. bathroom real fast, uh -huh. and I dove on the bed. But uh -huh. we had satin sheets and shot my ass straight right to the other side. <laughs> Slammed dead into that damn wall. Had too much speed. Had too much speed. It, you thought you were on the it track. It was the was trying to make. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I was trying to make a glorious entrance. Uh -huh. Like, baby, here I come. Yeah. You know, I see it right across that sheet. And it's hard to fall in a, in a, up against a wall when you're naked. It's always a it's performance for men, huh? So oh, yeah. You got to oh, perform, yeah. huh? So and then one time right I was the uh, walking across the bottom of the footboard, you know, trying to do like I was a balance beam, because sometimes I do like yeah. individual performances before I start. Really yeah. now? You know, I was walking across the bottom of the footboard like a balance beam, and I had so much damn baby all on my foot. I slipped off like I was on damn balance beam. Boy, I almost, I almost ruined my life right there. Yeah. You I are so kind of crazy. I caught the edge of it, and I just fell off. Yeah. That's what these stats is coming from. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, well, then, uh, don't worry about that story. And then the okay. other time, okay. <laughs> and then the other time, I was uh, I was diving off the doorknob, which is like one of my specialties. Yeah. How did you, know, you get off the doorknob? I put my foot up on the doorknob right. and dive off the doorknob, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and I come off in a swan dive, and I bust <laughs> that into a jackknife. Then I come out. And I messed around and had locked the door, but I had baby oil on my hand when I locked the door. And I uh, got up on top of that doorknob with my right foot and tried to push off, and it slipped, and I never made it to the bed. Injury right there. I fell and knocked my face over, cut my chest open. Dang, cut your chest open. Yeah. You bleeding? No, it wasn't bad, you know, just a little couple scars, you know. Uh, this past one, I tore all the drapes down. In the bedroom, <laughs> I had put a lot of baby oil on both of us, and we was up against the wall, and we started sliding. Uh -huh. And I tried to stop the fall and grab the drapes, but we kept falling. Yeah, and uh -huh. so I tore down two sections of drapes. Okay, the window treatments were ruined. <laughs> so you're yeah. never in pain or anything, so much so that you can't, you know, that you have to cancel the night or anything, huh? 
You know, I you know sometimes I had to get you know a glass of scotch or something to get get get, it, get, it, get your courage get, back Get you through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sometimes okay. you gotta be willing to so. try those shirts. Oh, okay. Do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't know all this about Steve. That explains. Yeah, a lot, doesn't it? He got a lot of baby every oil. Yeah, yeah. A lot of baby all over there. I was getting out the bathtub one time and uh, oh, foot slipped uh-huh. on that mm-hmm. slick ass tile floor mm-hmm. and uh, I tore so much stuff down off of that vanity tub. <laughs> just everything was in the Man, floor. When you be falling, you put faith in a lot of yeah, stuff, don't you? Uh, you be falling, you be trying to grab lotion, cocoa butter. What is that gonna do though? I tore a hot and cold faucet right after dancing. <laughs> trying to make it fall. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's get to the news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, trying to get out of that baby all thing. This is Andrew with the news. In Washington, lawmakers finding it rather slippery, I suppose. They're preparing for this week's House on House vote on articles of impeachment leveled against Donald Trump. Now, the full House of Representatives is to vote on Wednesday on whether the president abused his power by asking a foreign government to announce a corruption investigation into his political rival and also if the president obstructed Congress by flatly refusing to honor one subpoena after another for documents and witnesses. When the full House does convene, not one Republican is expected to break ranks and vote to impeach, but a handful of Democrats are expected to vote with the GOP not to impeach President Trump. The Republican-dominated U.S. Senate, when it gets it, by the way, is expected to acquit the commander-in-chief. Meanwhile, the New, a New Jersey Democrat who represents a district won by Donald Trump in 2016 appears to be ready to switch parties and join the GOP. Congressman Jeff Van Drew has already stated that he intends voting against impeaching President Trump. Many of his members of his staff are quitting. However, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler says that Drew, his planned political move is just that, not a comment on the issue of impeachment. What, what he's reacting to is a public polling that shows uh, he can't get renominated. His, his electorate in, in, in his district is 24 percent to renominate him and 60 percent to nominate somebody else. Congressman Nadler, who was on ABC's This Week, says that the move to impeach Donald Trump is not political, but rather one, he says, in defense of America's democracy. The next Democratic debate is scheduled for this Thursday in Los Angeles, but this event is to take place on the Loyola Marymount University campus where food service workers have been walking the picket line since November. The union that represents the subcontractor that employs more than 150 kitchen workers canceled more than canceled contract negotiations recently. All seven of the candidates who made the cut this time say they will refuse to cross any picket line. Sad news, Richard Hatcher, the former mayor of Gary, Indiana, has died at age 86. Hatcher became the first African-American mayor of a big U.S. city when he was elected in 1967. Hatcher served five terms. From the world of entertainment, sorrow that uh, actor Danny Aiello has died. Aiello was also 86 years old. He received an Oscar nomination for perhaps his most famous role, playing uh, the pizza parlor owner in Do the Right Thing. He received an Oscar nod for that. At the weekend box office, Frozen 2, after three weeks at the top, thawed down a little bit to second place. The new Jumanji next level was number one. Now remember, the future of Jumanji is in your hands. I have one important question. Who is Jumanji? Is that Barbara's boy? We're going to die. We did die. Are we in hell? I knew it. Jumanji, the next level, brought in more than $60 million in the U.S. and Canada. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce him. He's here. Well, what's wrong? I don't feel like being in the Christmas spirit. Here it is. No, no, I don't. I don't write. 
happy Christmas songs because there's enough of those. (laughs) (laughs) Happy happy Christmas songs get lost in the shuffle with all them deck the halls. Who the hell want to hear that over and over? The market is oversaturated. I I write for the sad and downtrodden. (laughs) (laughs) Grinch. Grinch. All, All the way. Hit it. <laughs> Hello there, it's Christmas time again. I can't believe it's here, man, I'm so unprepared. The Mr. Grinch. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> I'm singing to somebody. That's right. Yes. Somebody. Refuse to be. They be hitting some notes, too, boy. Too many happy Christmas songs <laughs> out there. Too many of them. Every <laughs> year. Short for Every year somebody got a Christmas album. <laughs> happy this. Happy that. I'm in a, I'm in a lane all by myself. Yeah, you that's are. That's where I want to be. Thank you very much. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So go on, nephew, with your little segment. Oh. Well, you know, it's just, it's that time of the year, right, Shirley, and right. it's good for some people, and then mm-hmm. some people have to make adjustments. You understand what I'm saying? Side, side pieces have to make adjustments. You understand that? Mm-hmm. And I and I want to talk to all of y'all. Here's one I just, listen, don't... Find out what mall I'm going to, because uh-huh. I don't need you at that mall. Thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. You understand? We don't if need I'm to show up at the same mall. No. no it's a free country. No, she can not. go wherever no, she not. wants to go. No, it's not. I can't be shopping with my family no. with I all these bags. free and, and see loose that. and then see you? Yeah. How is he going to concentrate yeah. on getting uh-huh. his gift? Getting cookies right. for the kids you and look up. You in the same yeah. land. Yeah. And that, that affects that? our relationship later yeah. when you see me shopping with my family. Who needs that? Just don't go to the mall. Right. At, at, don't all? at all. Don't go to the mall at all. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm I good with that. Every yeah. store. And don't <laughs> drive by my house to see the lights and stuff. Don't do not do that. Because I'm decorating. Because I'm decorating. Don't do that. Don't drive by there. All my little reindeer lit up. Don't do that. Why is you passing don't, by the house? Don't you put the lights up for the people to see? Don't put yourself okay. through that. I'm a no. Why are you putting yourself through that, Shirley? It affects our relationship <laughs> after And you the see new silhouettes year. of me and my family in there. You don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you're going to want to be there. Yeah, you see okay. shadows of us walking around. <laughs> Don't send me a video of yourself at home by yourself. I know you at home. I know by you by yourself. <laughs> okay? I know you there. Don't you think I know where you at? Okay. Now here's awful. the deal. Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. I'm coming by there at noon. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, no. Our Christmas is from noon to two thirty on Christmas. Two and a half hours. That's when our Christmas ah! Eve. Good time. Okay. Good time. We you got gonna to be get gone, it all yeah. in yeah. right there. I'm gonna bring three, four gifts for you. Yeah. The gifts you got for me, I can't take them with me right I now. I can't take Hold a plate it. home. What, you, what is wrong with uh, you? Man. I can't come in here with no box and put it under the tree. <laughs> Who that's from? I can't take the boxes you got for me and put them up underneath. Make a plate if you want to. I'm throwing it on the highway. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I never see that nice. That box. ham is going out the window. Make it. Go ahead, and make it. <laughs> don't buy that watch, you guys. <laughs> really? Watch gonna be on the side of the road. Don't 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 call me uh -huh. or send me music to my phone. What do they do? Lonely Christmas. Don't don't do that. Oh, emotions. Yeah. What, what do, they do, do the lonely do? Uh, at Christmas. They don't call. That's what they don't do. <laughs> That's what they don't do. They don't call. <laughs> this all this texting, all this texting, sending Christmas pictures, and all. No. Okay, Tommy, no. Wait a minute. This time, when uh, do you hook up with the side piece? What day is that? Christmas Eve at noon okay, to two thirty. Okay, after that, after Christmas, what day? This goes on to the second, boy. I can't <laughs> with you. Till the new year? Yeah. The new year. Yeah. Oh, uh -uh. So our Christmas uh -uh. and so our done. New Year's yeah. Eve is the same two and a half hours. We're going to get New Year's and Christmas all of them together. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> two and a half hours. So, so we're going to change wait, gifts and we're going to eat chitlins right there on the 24th. <laughs> in two and a half hours. Yeah. Hold up. Hours. It can be done. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Steve is suspiciously quiet right now. Will you have anything to say to your to nephew? Listen Nothing? <laughs> what? This boy right here, I have forewarned y'all. Stop this! This boy marriage is in so much trouble. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna be in this laughing with him. I'm not gonna be the I'm not gonna be the Billy Bush to Donald Trump. <laughs> that ain't what I'm gonna be. Just sitting up on the bus, Steve Harvey. Boat bus laughing. I took a now drink. Now my damn job. Oh my goes. god! I'm gonna spit tea everywhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm be so the bully sorry. bush. <laughs> oh, this one bus. more time, one more time. I'm not gonna be the Billy Bush <laughs> to Donald Trump <laughs> with these damn jokes. <laughs> the only one out of work right now, damn it, is Billy Bush, and all right. he was doing was laughing. Right, Trump made it to the White House. <laughs> and uh. Billy gone. <laughs> Never That's to be heard from again. Desperately wrong with this picture. Yeah, just we've saying, never even heard it's from Billy Bush. We're just giving out the don'ts. That's how we're doing, Steve. Yeah, no, be all, you ain't, all, I, ain't, I ain't with none of this. <laughs> Thank all you, Steve. All on Facebook, though, looking at the family Christmas picture. Why are you doing that to you? Why yeah. you do that? Don't put yourself to that. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. It's a crazy one you definitely don't want to miss. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got? Prank phone call time. What's my up? roommate, Benny. Okay? My roommate, Benny. <laughs> run it, cat. Run, Benny. <laughs> Hello? Must be the Devin. Yeah, it is he. Okay, 
Hey, hey, man, this Chris. I live above you. I ain't never met you before, but uh, you, 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 have you been calling the leasing office about uh, uh, complaining on me about I'm making too much noise or what? Yeah, yeah, man. My bad, bro. I, I was trying to catch you, man. I could never, uh, I could never catch you at home, man. It's just like you know, bro. I, well, I, I work, work at night. I work at night. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I work in the day. But I can't sleep at night, bro, because I don't know what's going on in your apartment. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be in your business. I'm not trying to be in your business, player. I, I just can't get no sleep at night, man, because it'd be a lot of noise. I saw a lot of noise, a lot of talking. And what you do is your business, bro. I'm just saying, man, please, dog. Hey, man, but you ain't have to go to the leasing office, man. All you had to do, you know, was holler at me. You ain't, they, you know, they got me written up like, you know, one one more complaint on me. They going to put me out or something. Well, yeah, dog. Like I said, though, I was trying to get, I was trying to find you. You know what I'm saying? But we, well, I guess we miss each other because you, you work at night and I work in the day. So, you know, when you going, I'm coming. And when I'm coming, you going. You know what I'm saying? I, bro, I ain't trying to start no shit. I'm just trying to, you know, go to work and pay my pay my bills, man. That's all. I'm I'll be at saying. work at night, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my hustle on like you trying to get yours on during hold the on, day. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, let's make it make sense, Bruh, If you at work at night, somebody in your somebody in your apartment talking loud than a keeping me up, square business. Okay, you got a roommate or something? No, somebody I ain't got no room. Uh, I ain't got no roommate. Man, you might have heard Benny. Somebody in there talking loud, holding a conversation. It's like two people in there talking loud every night. Every no, that's, night, bro. that's Benny, man. Benny be talking. Okay, you say you ain't got no roommate, so who, who is Benny? Who is Benny? Benny is my bird, my parrot. That's Benny be talking. Oh, say, man, stop with me, dog. Listen, man, why, why, wait a minute. You trying to tell me a, a bird? That's oh, Benny, man. Talk. I done had Benny 10 years. That's my bird. Birds don't even live that long. So, so now I'm up at night. I'm up to work because a cause a bird. That's what you want. That's that, that's what you call me to tell me. A bird. I call you to tell you you ain't gotta be putting these complaints on me, man. Say, man. But I'm at, I'm gone at night. That's Benny talking, man. Where the Benny then? Your bird. Hey, dog. Yo, no, 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 Benny dog. Wait a minute. Hey, look, I'm telling you now. Do something with the. Bird, then, or it's gonna be some consequences and repercussions. I'm talking about some fried chicken around this. Hey man, Benny is like a family member to me. Birds, toucan, Sam, the chicken on the cornflake box, Kentucky chicken, churches, all that. Hey man, you don't tell me nothing bad about my bird. Okay, brother, you know what? Maybe me and you need to square off in front of each other, cause you don't you don't disrespect Benny, man. man. Hey, all right, all right. <laughs> you think this some? All right, all right. I bet that. Be on my table when I get home. If it's a bird, then I bet that be on my dinner table, man. Hey, man, now you ain't finna sit here and disrespect me and try to tell me what you gonna do to my bird. Now you ain't finna do nothing stupid to Benny. Tell you what, I tell you what. See, it's day, you at home right now, but you go to work tonight. I bet you Benny don't be at that tomorrow. I bet you we be finger licking good tomorrow. Hey, man, hey, man hold on a minute, man. Wait a minute, dog. If what you can't do is start talking about what you gonna do to my bird. Now, I done told you, you filed for going to the leasing office calling me out, and now you on the phone. I'm trying to work this out with you, and now Man, you, you ain't trying to work this out. Now, first off, you, you call me and tell me that it's a bird holding a conversation with itself. I'm, I'm the stupid right now. I'm, I'm the stupid for even continuing this conversation about a bird that's keeping me up all night. Are you serious? Man, maybe Are you need to get some earbuds or something, man. Say, man, listen, bro, listen. Whatever the it is, if it's a bird, a recording, whatever it is, you better do something with it. And if it's a bird, man, I'm going to be so insulted if this is a bird. And I'm going to really... It oh, is man. a bird. It's Benny, man. 
come to me, and we could have handled this like me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to handle it like me and then. First off, leasing office wouldn't give me your name. What's your name? My name Chris. Okay, Chris. I'm Devin. There we go. There we go. Listen, dog, I ain't for the past three months, you know what I'm saying, I ain't really been getting no sleep because of this bird. You say it's a bird? I, I don't believe that, but a bird, my a bird. Come on, dog. That's my Do bird, about the man, bird. Man. Do something I about the bird. for 10 years. Well, look, take the to work with you then. I don't care. Figure something out. But whatever going on up there with you and your bird need to come to an immediate house. Or it's going to be some dog. Hey, man. Hey, man. What you can't do is threaten me about what's going on in my household, man. Look here. You and Benny. Benny, Lenny, whatever the name is. You need to do something with that or it's going to be some real issues. Man, why am I going back and forth with you about this and you keep telling me something about a bird? It's a bird. What's the problem with it? What's the problem understanding that people have pet birds? Say, man, I don't give a if you have a pet bird. But really, this talks all night long. How do you, how do you, how do you live with this man? Because the don't never shut up. i tell you what, i tell you what Benny told me to tell you, though. Can I tell you what Benny told wait, me to wait, tell wait, you? Wait, 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 Chris. Wait, wait, bro. I don't want to hear what no bird told you to tell me. Oh, my Can God. Can I tell you what Benny told me to tell you? What? What? What the f*** did Benny? Benny told me to tell you this, that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Sean. <laughs> you are you serious, dog? Dude. Did I get you, man? You got me, dog. You got it, man. That <laughs> guy, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to wait till this dude get home, dog, and talk to him. I ain't talk so much to <laughs> you about this supposed bird. I don't know what's so stabs, man. I mean, the dude, dog, I'll be up all night, you know what I'm saying? I'm missing, I'm missing my sleep. I'm missing, you know what I'm saying? I'm missing y'all in the morning because I'm proud of hitting the snooze button. Yeah, I got one more thing to ask you, Debbie. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, Steve Harvey Morning Show. We never get some. You know, your roommate does not have to be a human being. You know that, don't you? There's some people with other kind of roommates. There's people with you? anacondas in their house. Oh, no. There's people with uh, ostriches in their house. Oh, I, I got a pair. That's my roommate, Benny. Benny. Oh. <laughs> All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Steve, they love it when you tell them to do that. Go ahead. I do that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Can you sound a little more interested? You know, where's this new attitude you've promised? I have a new attitude. That's that's the old attitude, what you just no, did. No, you know, what you want me to do, I'm going to beg, beg to help people. You have a new attitude, but do you wear it all the time or you just put it on every now and then? No, I got it on all the time. This, this it right here? This right. it? Yeah, take two. <laughs> take two. Come on, Try Steve. Try it again, sir. Let's see what right. Y'all better write us. <laughs> Child. 
Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, how well do you know your neighbors? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married to a wonderful man for almost 30 years. He's an excellent father and provider. But over the years, I have spent a lot of time alone in my marriage. At one point, I was very lonely. There was a lot of love and kindness, but no passion. A neighbor and I would talk occasionally, and he picked up on my extreme loneliness and saw that I was vulnerable. He used it to his advantage, and we ended up having sex. I'm not placing all of the blame on my neighbor because I am a grown woman and I knew better. Loneliness was no excuse to step out on my marriage. My neighbor and I had our little fling for two months and then he started avoiding me. I was glad it was over and I put it behind me. Well, now, a year later, my neighbor has started contacting me again for sex. I told him that I'm no longer in that dark place in my marriage and I'm not interested in cheating on my husband. He told me that he would not take no for an answer. (laughs) He has been, be quiet, Tommy. He has been continually texting me and calling my cell phone. After I had ignored him for a few days, he got desperate and threatened to send pictures to my husband. He said he has pictures of me naked and pictures of us having sex. He said he will text these pictures to my husband if I keep refusing to have sex with him. I don't know what to do. I had no idea that he took pictures of me. He may just be bluffing, but I can't take that risk. He disgusts me, and I don't want him to touch me ever again. I'm really afraid of this man now. What should I do? Wow. Yeah, this is really serious. You don't have a whole lot of options here because, you know, first of all, Definitely don't do this. Don't give in to him, okay? Don't give in to his whole blackmail thing. Don't do that. He discussed you. He discussed me, too. Um, uh, my instincts say, though, about the pictures and about him texting them to your husband that he could be bluffing because why did he wait so long to bring them out? You know, there's a, a lot that you left out of the letter. Um that you didn't tell us. But the question then becomes, is that a chance you're willing to take to call his bluff? It's just so strange that you left uh, the part of the letter out about um, a whole year going by and you guys having no contact and your neighbors. You know, he was avoiding you at first. So, I mean, that that's just interesting. It, it's rather odd. I mean, you all had no contact, no side eye when you came out of the house and he came out of the house at the same time. No glances exchanged, no words exchanged, no texting within a whole year. It, it's just odd. I mean, you know, I, I have to tell you that. I, I, I think... I I don't know. I might have to just write this one out and definitely not tell my husband until you absolutely have to or not. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you to do besides move or something. Steve? You ain't got to move. You ain't got to move. Hold on. Let me go through the letter, but let me. this might not even take the whole damn break. Okay. I spent a lot of time alone in my marriage. At one point, I was lonely. Mm -hmm. Love and kindness, but no passion. Neighbor and I talked. He picked up on my extreme loneliness, and he saw that I was vulnerable. He used it to his advantage, and we ended up having sex. You told him this for a reason. You shared this for a reason. Uh, uh-huh. You, you Like you say in your letter, you grown. I'm not placing all the blame on my neighbor because I'm a grown woman and I knew better. Yeah, okay, so take that part out your damn letter. You just had sex with the man because you wanted to. He ain't take advantage of nothing. You told him you was lonely. 
<laughs> you liked the attention you was getting. Uh-huh. He was looking at you with passion, and you liked that look in his eye. So now, y'all had sex. Okay, done. Okay, loneliness was no excuse. Step out of my marriage. My neighbor and I had our little fling for two months, and then he started avoiding me. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about this right here. He started avoiding you. Why? Because someone found out or it wasn't good no more. You avoid a person to not be in that situation to stop any doubt or questions or anything. Or either it just wasn't good. I don't think it wasn't it wasn't good part. I think somebody was getting close. Cause he your neighbor, who he live with. See, where his wife, where his significant other, cause he got one. So either the wife or the significant other was questioning him. I was glad it was over and I put it behind me. Well, now, a year later, my neighbor had started contacting me again for sex. I told him I'm no longer in that dark place in my marriage and I'm not interested in cheating on my husband. He told me he would not take no for an answer. So what you finna do? You finna take it? Because you just said no. So what's the next move? He gonna take it? He's continually texting me and calling my cell phone. After I ignored him for a few days, he got desperate and threatened to send pictures to my husband if I keep refusing to have sex with him. Send the damn picture. <laughs> Tell him to send it. Mm-hmm. After he send this picture to your husband, what he think your husband gonna do? Mm. Matter of fact, call him back and say, you ain't gotta send it. I'ma told him he on the way over there. <laughs> Hang on, Steve. Hang on. Send it! <laughs> your yeah. lung is going to take more than one break, all right? And we're we're going to have part two of your response coming up. Send at it! 23 after the hour <laughs> subject. How well do you know your neighbors? I wish you would. <laughs> we'll be back at 23 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Here this woman was lonely, had sex with her next-door neighbor. He took advantage of her. It's real simple. She was lonely. She got involved with the next door neighbor. They had sex. They had a fling for two months. She stopped. They hadn't talked for a year. He done called her back. He wants sex now. She not in that dog place in her marriage. People make mistakes. It happens. She in a, she in a better place. She don't want to do that no more. He say he ain't taking no for an answer. Mm. Well, the answer, no. So what you finna do? Mm. So what he finna take it now? Oh, you finna go over there and give right. him some don't do it sex? Uh-huh. What is that? Right. right. Don't nobody want no don't do it sex. Why not, no. Steve? It ain't that no don't good. feel good. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody want no. You ought, you ought to just give him some let him see. He ain't going to want it. <laughs> what is that? Don't do it sex. Don't hurt me sex ain't good. That ain't. You're going you gonna to hurt me here. That's not good sex. But you ain't got to worry about this. He threatening you. He desperate. He said he's threatening to send pictures to your husband. Mm. Yeah. He said he got pictures of me naked and pictures of us having sex. Try it. Really? Try it. So he said, if we don't have sex with him, he going to send a picture. Send it. Yeah. See, Always see, blind. this this go two ways. If he send it to your husband, what do he think your husband going to do? That's still an ass It's Come got on. to be. Come on now. No, dog, you going to send it to me? See, now he go, your husband going to be mad at you. He's probably yeah. be through with you. Yeah, he that could happen. Wanna, she doesn't want to But you best marriage. believe Cause you think you strong enough to send me pictures of you having sex with my wife. You thought that was gonna yeah. be cool. You thought her ass was gonna be in trouble. So you gonna play me short man to man. You just gonna put it in my face. Here, this is what I did to your girl. Partner? Mm, man. Partner. Mm. 
Let me tell you how this man ain't finna send no picture. Oh, I hope he's listening right now. Yeah. You, you have no idea. Ain't no man finna send that picture. Hey, you send that picture to your husband. Look what I was doing to your girl. Hold up. Look what I was doing to your wife. Mm. You think he gonna send that picture? Hear how you stop this right here. Call your brother or your cousin or your uncle and say, hey, look, I made a mistake. This is what this man doing. Can you call him for me? Yeah, I can't tell you how many men be happy to make this phone. Take off work, huh? Oh, you got a picture? Oh, you want to send pictures now? Mm. So now, all you got to do is take some pictures of men in trunks, hog tied. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve. Wait, send a what? picture of them cops whooping, whooping Rodney King at. <laughs> just, just send pictures. Just you get know, a movie, Godfather. Just show a movie of Sonny shot in the car. That'll yes, because sometimes send you pictures. go too far. Yeah, and just say we sending pictures. If you send this picture, hit the next picture I'm gonna take. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This man cannot send your husband this picture. He can't. Now he can blur his face out if he want to. Think that'll be slick. But just say it was him right there. He stayed right there. Well, and he used me. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, lie. Yeah. They had me at gunpoint. Oh. His friend took these pictures. Darn, you're the best liar. I'm Steve. so sorry. You're so Man. good. But they had me at gunpoint. But this Steve. is what they did to me. This is when lying can come in and be built. <laughs> it can be a great, great, great tool. <laughs> yeah. But Steve, why didn't their neighbors, why didn't they talk for a whole year? What was that about? Because he almost got busted. Mm-hmm. His significant other suspected something. He didn't got that cleared up right now. Mm-hmm. So now he think it's cool. So now he ready to come on back in. Or his significant other that calm down. Ain't no more talking about why you always looking at her? Why she always, where y'all be going? Where did mm-hmm. I see your car? Maybe that's gone. Now he wants you back. Oh. You keep cutting her yard. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's all it is. That's all it is. All right. Let the church say amen. Amen. But send that picture if you want to and see what happens. It'll be the last picture you see. I go. What's what, Tommy? I think I just set his house on fire. I know I ain't supposed to say that, but I. I just. That's good too. He just come home. It's just the house just gone. It's gone. Yeah. Another man even said, I'm going to send these pictures to your husband. Yeah. That tell you what type of man he is already. But people do that, though. They do. Yeah. Don't get these pictures yeah. and say something like, oh, my God, what is this? Nobody's going to say that. They they take those pictures. They plaster them all over people's uh, car yeah. windshields. Yeah. At their job. Put, yeah, at their job. Put them up on, you know, the posts, the telephone poles, all that kind of stuff in the neighborhood. They social do media. Yeah, social media, all of that. Yeah. Man, I, I wouldn't worry about you. You ain't finna let this dude mess your day up. No. No. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. Um, send him a picture of his obituary. Print one. <laughs> now, there you go. I now, like that one. Is. I like that Have one. his family right member. Yeah. Oh, 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 we sending pictures. Here go yours right here. Definitely. He was a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we do have to go. You can email us or you can Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. How well do you know your neighbors at Steve Harvey FM? And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, more laughter, more fun and more foolishness coming up on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, uh, this bit is called You Got Your Priorities you got Mixed your Up. Priorities Mixed Up. Sometimes we do things, but we should be doing another thing, mm-hmm. meaning the thing that you might not be doing should be the thing you should do. For instance, what? how about we bless the food before we take pictures of the damn food? <laughs> what is that about? Huh? What is the yeah. pictures Can we do about? That? for the gram, baby, for the follow uh-huh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> bless the food first. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you got priorities mixed up. That's yeah. just me. I agree. Let, let, so 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 I got a friend named Leonard. Mm-hmm. Just brought him a brand new Lexus. Mm-hmm. He forty. He forty. Mm-hmm. But he stay at his mama house. Now is that priority? That's mixed you got him like mixed up, dog. <laughs> yeah. You gonna park a Lexus in front of your mama house and you ain't got a place to stay? Car rich house poor. Car rich house poor. Mm-hmm. No. I think if you're trying to make a decision. On whether you're going to buy some new clothes <laughs> or some groceries. <laughs> and you opt to buy the clothes, yeah. something's wrong with you. <laughs> you got your priorities mixed up. I'm eat sorry. Your shirt. I'm sorry. I don't mean no, I don't mean no harm. Eat your shirt. Eat, eat, eat your, eat your shirt. shirt. <laughs> you, got, you got your priorities mixed up. I'm just trying to figure out, because I live in L.A. and I see this a lot. What is the cutoff age of a dude with a beard on a skateboard? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Jay. I ain't mad That's at you. It. I see it all the time. How you look like a shepherd, but you on a skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. Priorities, You got your priorities mixed up. Mixed up. <laughs> this is something I can't understand. You sitting here talking to me with all designer clothes on, mm-hmm. but you got teeth missing. What? Yeah. Where we at with yeah. this? Come on, Junior. Yeah. Where we yeah. at with this? Oh, you, yeah. you, you, Gucci, you Louis, you everything, but no, your down. bottom you row look down. like a downhill don't, slop. Don't you don't, see that's gone? Yeah. Your priority is mixed up. Jack lantern about the mouth. You look What's like a jack lantern about the mouth. Oh, but Junior, you, oh, Junior. When they missing that side tooth and oh like my it, god, the side one, <laughs> you no. see that man? No. Where, where I got at? one. You got one, Steve. You at the bus stop? Uh huh. I pull up in a raggedy car. You laughing at my car? Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Excuse hey. me. Hey. This this to laugh. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right, what you got, Jay? <laughs> this is just stuff that losers say when their mm-hmm. team when their team is losing. Just things they say. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they got championship ring. What your team got? <laughs> what that no. got to do with a damn thing? No, no you no. can't say that if you live in Cleveland. <laughs> That's enough you can't say. You got one, what Junior? Got? Hey. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Just one word. Just one word. Get on my nerves. Well, I'll be damn. <laughs> That's it. That's one word. Tommy. 
You got to be. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. <laughs> I know he doesn't really want to play no, in this. Play yeah, because of the Cleveland I'm a, Browns. But I'm an alumni member. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm with them when they win or lose. <laughs> you know, damn well, all them kids over age. <laughs> <laughs> all right. got no goatee at nine. Stuff people say when their team is losing. Come on, nephew. Man, let's go. Turn it on to over to badminton. That's why badminton. <laughs> just, just turn it to badminton. I, I, I didn't got into that. <laughs> Come on, the reluctant one, yeah, Steve Harvey. Yeah. I can't believe it's Sunday already. <laughs> I tell you why they lose the stuff people say when their team is losing. Uh-huh. I tell you why they losing because they got that white boy quarterback, and that's uh-huh. what it is. <laughs> 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 this is what they say. What? This is what they say to me when they lose it. You don't even know how to play, so I don't even know why you talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you turn yeah. on your guest. Yeah. I, I don't even know how you. I hear that a lot. You don't even know how to play, so I don't know why you talk. You just start watching sports. Turn to the hockey game. Let's just watch that. Let's just watch that. Uh, <laughs> Anybody told the Browns we supposed to be playing tackle? Wait, what? Say it again. Anybody told the Browns we supposed to be playing tackle? <laughs> he can't just keep letting them run. Like, oh, they get real man. Tackle. <laughs> Yelling at flag football. <laughs> it don't matter to me. I ain't got no money on the game. No uh, damn way. <laughs> rationalize that thing. <laughs> Things people say when their team is losing, yo. I'm about to burn this jersey. Don't y'all gonna make me do. I'm gonna set your damn jersey on fire. Keep playing here. Last week for me. I don't know why they just gonna sell the damn team. They ought to just sell it. Dang. Like that. Uh, Come on, Steve. I'm really from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. Not Cleveland. Not even from a yeah. whole nother city. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, keep on running your mouth. You're about to piss me off, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you what. Uh-huh. Tell you what. Only why they winning? Uh-huh. They got a lot of Pro Bowl players. That's why they, <laughs> they got a lot of people in Pro Bowl on their team. That's why we ain't got for two. No, here it is. Here, here, this one somebody really got upset. Uh-huh. Hey, dog, I'm gonna tell you right now. You gonna mess around? And let them Cowboys help you get your ass whooped. I'm just gonna tell you right now, dog. <laughs> They say that for real. That, no, Cowboy <laughs> fans yeah. really say that. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff people say when their team is losing, Mr. Steve Harvey. Steve, what you got? Last one. Yeah, last one. All right, I'm going to say this and get on out. This when you really don't have a logical explanation as to why your team keep losing Sunday after Sunday. Uh-huh. You ready? Uh-huh. Count the white people on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. <laughs> no, no, no Shirley. What the hell that got to do with exactly. it? Exactly. get the whole room quiet. <laughs> Keep the white people on the team. Got the white people on the team. I got one. I got one. That's it. That's an absolute true statement. That's a new one right there. You got seven white people on the team. Y'all about to lose. You can't win with seven white people. <laughs> what? But the whole room get quiet. Yeah, because what the hell is he talking about? You're so confused at that point. Who is so racist? What? Got the white people on the team. 
Yeah, that's when you just, your, your team, you don't, you don't know what to do. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There is a shortage of the most popular Christmas tree. And if you can't get your favorite tree for Christmas, uh, thank the 2008 recession, okay? It's called the noble fir. That's the one that's considered the long-standing symbol associated with the Christmas season. But this year, they may be hard to come by, guys. The Pacific really? North Northwest Christmas Tree Association, they said there's a tree shortage all across the country. The organization says the shortage is due to the Great Recession that happened back in 2008 when there was a huge surplus promoting growers to plant fewer trees to save money, okay? Mm -hmm. So U.S. shoppers can expect a smaller amount of trees to pick from, and the trees that are available will likely cost nearly 10% more. Yeah, yeah. I already have my tree. So now the, the street too. hustlers got them. Got that tree, man. Around the back. <laughs> yeah, like, like slanging trees. Noble fur. Yeah, slanging trees, man. Meeting around the back. Got that tree, man. Got uh-huh. this noble fur. Who mm-hmm. wants this noble fur? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the tree is eighty nine dollars. You understand? Yeah. What was that guy on Good Times that sold everything? Had under that the was tree? Lenny, man. Lenny, Lenny. yeah. <laughs> but, but but Jay, you never worked with Lenny? No. Oh, yes, I did. My but, name is Lenny. Yeah. And, I got Lenny. and you ain't had any till you tried, sweet Lenny, and it can't be that many. <laughs> now, I got some cough drops and potions and cups of hot toddy. I'm not ear, nose, or throat, but I can fix your whole body. Oh. Yeah, man. Now, I got a hot water bottle. If you want it, you can take it. Or a whole set of bedpans, just in case you can't make it. Oh, all right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce him. He's here. Well... What's wrong? What? You don't feel like here. being in the Christmas spirit. Here no, it is. No, no, no. I don't. I don't write happy Christmas songs because there's enough of those. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy Christmas songs get lost in the shuffle with all them deck the halls. Who the hell want to hear that over and over? <laughs> the market is oversaturated. I, I write for the sad and downtrodden. <laughs> <laughs> Grinch. Grinch. All the way. Hit it. (laughs) Hello there. It's Christmas time again. I can't believe it's here, man. I'm so unprepared. Christmas, long for this Christmas. 
<laughs> You're a mean <laughs> one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> singing to somebody. That's right. Yes. Somebody. Refuse to be. They be hitting some notes, too, boy. Too many happy Christmas songs <laughs> out too there. Many of them. <laughs> Every year. Short for Every year somebody got a Christmas album. <laughs> happy this, happy that. I'm in a I'm in a lane all by myself. Yeah, you that's are. That's where I want to be. Thank <laughs> you very much. All right, we're coming back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. It is time, Steve, to spread the word, spread the knowledge in yeah. closing remarks. Uh, today, I want to remind you all of something and try to get you to understand a very important concept that I've learned about success. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you'll fail. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you'll fail. Success is an uncomfortable process. Success requires you to step out of your comfort zone into uncharted territory, untraveled paths, unsailed waters. You're going to have to go where you've never gone in order to get to where you've never been. You've got to step out of your comfort zone. Look, everybody would like to remain comfortable throughout their life. But convenience is built through inconvenience. It's the only way to have convenience. You you have to be, it has to be built through inconvenience. I don't know if I told you this the other day, but I was talking with a guy uh, at this fashion show, this guy was a tailor, very young tailor from London. And he told me something that his father told him that stuck with him. He said, why are you young? If you party now, you'll work till you die. But why are you young? If you work now, you can party till you die. Did you understand that? If while you're young, if you party now, you're going to end up working till you die. But if while you're young, you work now, when you get old, you can party till you die. That's, that's the exchange of life. But that will cause you to step outside of your comfort zone. In order to be successful, that's where you have to go because success is not in the comfort zone. I wish it was. I wish I could lay in the bed longer. I wish I didn't have to work as much as I do. I wish, man, I could mail it in. I wish I could call in and take off. I wish I had more off days. I wish I could get five months off to travel the world. I wish I could. Well, in order to make any of those wishes I want possible, I got to put it in now. I got to get myself uncomfortable because convenience is built through inconvenience. It's not the other way around. It never will be. 
I had some millennials on the show the other day, and we were having an incredible conversation about working and sacrificing. And one young man said, when are old people's mindset going to change? Because I don't like coming to work early in the morning. I do better if I can come in around noon. And old people's mindset needs to get used to the new way. And he had a valid point because with technology, so many people can work from home now because of technology. People got computers. A lot of work is done on the computer. And I told him, I said, that's great. I said, that's great what you're saying. And it maybe eventually it will turn that way. I said, but the problem you got, the baby, June, the baby boomer generation, the dudes that's 50 and 60, my generation, well, we don't want to own the companies. And we didn't get here coming in at 12. And we're not going to sit here and watch you come in here at 12 thinking you're going to get it. And I said, in reality, that doesn't work, young man. I said, I, I, I wish you the best with your thinking. I said, but why don't you combine this technology you have with some hard work? If you combine what you all have today with my work ethic, do you know how successful you would be? I said, so I got that you want to come in at noon, but that ain't how it work. We out here on the West Coast. If you sleep past six o'clock, I have news for you. The stock market opened three hours. At 9 a.m. Eastern, the stock market is open. If you sleep in L.A. to eight, the stock market has been open for two hours. They making decisions about your life and money, and yo, you sleep. You're behind the eight ball. It's not how it works. You build a life of convenience through inconvenience. Step outside your comfort zone. Get out of it. It'll serve you well. Because if you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you will fail. Get out of your comfort zone. It will serve you well. Because if you stay in it, that's where you will fail. I just thought of that right there. Wow. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. Woo, that was good. Drop it like it's hard. <laughs> That mic. He, <laughs> he dropped me with it, that. Yeah. I need a bigger mic. Hold tight. Hold tight. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. That's a big Did you mic. Break My that? mic go. <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. it's all right. That's it for mm-hmm. today. That was good, Steve. I like that. Thank you for that. Yeah, man, that great. No, thank you, Sean. You can <laughs> We got to go, Steve. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 